Good morning. It's a packed house today. Uh, so, first, thank you for, for having me back. I think this is the third or fourth time that I've been here. And it's always a pleasure to come and, and visit you all and see also the growth in your church. Uh, it's really, really, really cool. Uh, since I've been here a few times, uh, I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about the overview of, of the program, since a lot of you already know. Um, just briefly, for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm Austin. I'm the director of uh, this ministry, and we're located in Baja, California, Mexico, which is about four hours south of San Diego. And um, we started this ministry about three and a half years ago. And today we take care of five children in a home. We have a school for about 40 children with special needs, um, an adult program, a life skills program for 20 adults, a writing therapy program, and uh, once a year we do an annual outreach campaign with physical therapists, occupational therapists, and other specialists related to, to special education. Um, and if you have any other questions about what we do and where we are, I'll be around after the service and feel free to find me. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you today, um, and I, I absolutely love how God orchestrates this. Uh, I got an early flight this morning from Seattle to Spokane because uh, there was no one on the first flight and I showed up really early. And uh, so it gave me the opportunity to sit in during the Sunday school uh, discussion and just so happens that uh, it's touched on pretty much the exact same thing I wanted to share with you. Um, in fact, one of the verses that I wanted to share with you was shared during the Sunday school lesson. So um, <clears throat> about a year ago, I participated in a, a missions conference and was invited to speak at an international student club. And it's a club for about 80 international students that are going to community college in uh, Federal Way, Washington. And most of them are not Christians. Um, a lot of them were uh, Asians that had come for a couple years to study. And uh, because of laws in their countries, a lot of them have even, hadn't even heard of, of Jesus, hadn't gone to church. So it was a really cool opportunity um, to be able to share with them uh, about what we're doing at Eternal Anchor. And as, as I began to talk about it, at, at the end, I asked if there was any questions, and um, a young man stood up and asked me, if you believe in God, how do you reconcile that there are people with disabilities on earth? Does God not love them? And it, that's a hard question to be asked on the spot. Um, and I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was... It was along the lines of um, that everybody has been created in the image of God. Everybody has value. Uh, and God uses everybody. The people that have one talent, the people that have a thousand talents. God uses everybody for his glory. And as I left, I, I pondered on it more. And it's, I, I wish I had a, a more clear, articulate answer for him. Um, and I've been meditating on it for like the last year. And the verse that comes to my mind and to my heart after meditating is Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine, and it was shared this morning. It says, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness." 
Um, this is a, it's a hard passage to swallow. Uh, it's easy to say, yes, God, I trust you in my weaknesses, but oftentimes those weaknesses hurt us. It's painful. Uh, I mean, even Paul begged God three times, take this away from me. And he said no. And so in the Sunday school lesson this morning, they talked about um, glory being given to God through miracles and through healing. And we also talked about, what was something that was talked about was um, glory being given to God through no, through, the, through a no answer. When we ask for something and God says no, why is that? And uh, well, the answer is here. It's so that God's power be made perfect in our lives. And uh, as I continue to serve in Mexico, I, uh, it's, I'm quickly approaching seven years now. I see this every every day in my work. God's power being made perfect in weakness. Um, and I want to share with you just a couple of, of stories um, of some of the students and some of the children that I get to work with and how God's power is made perfect in their, in their lives and through their weaknesses. So this young man who's uh, carrying a little boy with cerebral palsy, the young man, is uh, his name is Fernando, and he is a developmental, developmentally a delayed adult. Um, when I first met him, he wasn't able to keep a job. He wasn't able to understand um, how to accomplish a task. He very, very loving young man, um, helped take care of his brothers, just didn't have the social skills or the work ethic to, um, to, to work in, in the fields or in a, in a store. And so he began to volunteer at, a, at our school as a teacher assistant, and we saw him shine. What everybody else called weakness became his strength because he, he grew up around people with special needs. He went to a special needs school. And he was so comfortable with the children, his interactions with them helped normalize their play. And, their, and um, he just blossomed in that setting. It gave him purpose. And um, just a few months ago, he came up to me and he said, you, you know, I'm really happy God brought me here. This has become my family, and I can't imagine what my life would be without Eternal Anchor. And that was a really profound thought from him. And I thought, his weakness became God's perfect power to his glory. The next picture is a, a little girl named Lisbeth. And when I met Lisbeth um, three years ago, uh, it was I was referred a social work case to go and do a home visit because I heard that there was a little girl living in... Um, Conditions that were not ideal, and when I visited, it was that was definitely the case. Um, her mom was really burned out and didn't have the resources or the energy to take care of her anymore, and she was being neglected. Um, so we began working with the family, providing respite care, 
um, encouragement, training for the mom. And just months later, um, the mom came came to us and said, you know, through this, through this school and through this experience, I started going to church because you taught me that my daughter has value. And I wanted to go to God directly and ask for the patience and the joy to raise my daughter because I know she was created in his image. And once again, the weakness of this mother, her brokenness, God's glory was able to shine through that. The next <clears throat> and last picture is um, Jesus. Jesus was the, the catalyst for Eternal Anchor. <clears throat> he has really severe epilepsy. And when we took him in, it was because he was about to die. Uh, his seizures were so frequent and so severe he was unable to. It, it was it was causing him to to be in the hospital more than he was out of the hospital, and because we are in such a rural community in Mexico, the hospitals aren't equipped to deal with uh, his his illness, and so it was he was abandoned by his mom. His dad has special needs, so Jesus was just lost and and broken and. Um, this, <clears throat> so I can get through this, this is the, the hardest for me. <clears throat> the hardest thing to say, um, in, in our weakness, God's power is made perfect. Because I see his, his weakness is his health. And I pray to God every day that he be healed. <clears throat> and for four years, I've gotten a no answer from that. When that means that God's power... Is, is working through him in a way that will bring him more glory through his weakness than through his health. And I see that. If Jesus didn't have epilepsy, we wouldn't be helping 60 students every day. We wouldn't be reaching out to hundreds of families in the valley. God used his sickness so that his power could be made perfect. And it's a, it's a hard lesson, but I thank God for this lesson. I thank God for the opportunity to meet these, these children and um, to experience the perfection of, of God's power. Um, I'd just like to leave you as a, as a partner church. Um, I'd like to leave you with five prayer requests. I want to thank you again for your, your faithful prayers and for your invitations to come here. Um, it really is a pleasure. Uh, first prayer request, please pray for, for Eternal Anchor to receive more consistent monthly support. Um, God just blessed us with a flood of applications for local teachers, um, and our wait list is growing greatly. The need is, is tremendous. We have the physical space. Um, the, the missing factor is the, the finances to be able to hire these teachers. So please pray for more monthly income. Um, please pray for, for project money as we continue building. You guys are in the middle of a, a big build yourselves, so you understand um, how quickly the bank account drains as you're, as you're taking on a big project like that. 
pray for more volunteers from the U.S. and Canada to go and, and serve alongside us and to, be a min, uh, to, to minister to, to the staff and to the children and to the families that we work with. Please pray for the salvation of our staff and of the families that we serve. And finally, please pray that, that daily we see God's power in all of our weaknesses. Thank you very much.